pinnacles of science and engineering it took to recover this gold, gold, gold. Welcome to All Gold Everything, a podcast for people who are lactose intolerant. <laughs> no whackness here. I feel like I'm on Nickelodeon now. <laughs> no, you know what? It's funny because Jeff was listening to like some cool new rap track or something because he always does um, music suggestions on Google Play, and then it gives him like this cutting edge, cool new stuff that's coming out. And uh, he was playing one of the tracks for me, and the guy was talking about being lactose intolerant, and I was like, oh yeah, we're definitely we're I'm using glad, that. <laughs> I'm glad creativity is coming back into hip hop music. Yeah, I agree, and yes. it's inspiring. Yes. It's inspiring. So anyway, I'm one of your hosts. I'm Heidi B. I'm Sandy Hammer. And we're going to talk about some stuff. Of course, before we get into all of the funny stuff that we have to cover and our, you know, our our personal development stuff for the day, we have a couple of announcements. First of all, we will be doing a Ruthless Review this afternoon. We will. Our Ruthless Reviews are available on Patreon. You can go there to, uh, you can go to Patreon and just like look at some of our regular content. We can also go to Patreon and um, sign up to be a patron for a mere $5 a month. It's very affordable. So inexpensive. So cheap. So cheap. <laughs> we are affordable ladies. You can sign up uh, to become <laughs> one of our patrons for $5 a month. That will grant you access to our Ruthless Reviews. And this week we are reviewing Brene Brown's Call to Courage. You're going to want to hear it. You will. We have some thoughts. It's, we're not just going to kiss Brene Brown's ass like no. everyone out there is. So it's uh, controversial, I think. And mm -hmm. I think you'll like it. So um, that's what's happening on Ruthless Rio. Do you have something to add to that? It looks, I felt like I just cut you off. No, I'm saving it for the Ruthless Review. <laughs> yeah, girl. Keep the lips zipped. <laughs> I love it. The other thing that's going on is that. I know you have $5. I know you have $5. I know you have $5. You <laughs> have $5. I know you. I'm with you. We should just do a you have $5 If campaign. you don't have $5, you have no business listening to this podcast. You need to be out looking for a damn job. And you cannot listen to a podcast while filling out an application. That's right. You need to be making, getting your hustle on making some money first. Otherwise, all the rest of y'all have $5. So sign up on Patreon. Thank you very much. Okay. The other thing that's going on. It takes courage, but you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> Brene Brown would probably say, be vulnerable, spend your $5. <laughs> <laughs> that's all we're giving you that's it that's, that's it. the only bait that you get on this that's all you get. Um, the other thing that's going on this weekend on Saturday which I don't know what date Saturday is actually I looked up all the details of this event but I don't know what actual like the number date Saturday is anyway on Saturday the maybe 25th Oh, wait, I'm in the wrong month. <laughs> Make it back to May. I think it's the 18th. I think it's Saturday, so. May 18th. We, the Girls of All Gold Everything podcast, will be at the Red Dress Party at Veterans Memorial Coliseum. Dang, it, homie. Oh, it starts at 8 p.m., but we have it on good authority that no one should be there before 10. Oh, God. <laughs> no. So that's why I'm wearing my red today. Yes. And do you know what the Red Dress Party is a fundraiser for? It's a fundraiser for a local... Um, organization that supports AIDS research and other resources for people suffering from AIDS and HIV. Yes, and you are, and the reason I it's called... I don't know what it's called because I'm not prepared for that question. <laughs> that was a great answer. I feel like it effectively communicated the point of the event, and the reason it's called the Red Dress event is that you are required to wear a red... Not required. Yeah, required. Yeah, you are required. To wear a red dress. At least 75% of your dress that has to be a dress yeah um must be red must you be can red. wear a skirt and a shirt mm -hmm. but you cannot wear pants no pants no red pants nobody so after this show today sandy and i are going shopping uh which i i think this is kind of dangerous we're really waiting till the last minute to go shopping for something red for this but on the way over here we were talking about the fact that we both have some fallback options in case we find nothing today it's true which isn't that always the way it is i feel like anytime i have like time or money to spend on shopping i find 
nothing. And anytime right. I have no time and no money, I find all the thing. Wait, that's backwards. Yeah, it's backwards. Whatever. You know what I mean? Right. Like, so it is a little nerve wracking that we're doing this today. We live in dangerously. All I need is a Ooh. red bustier that fits. Yeah. So, and some, oh, and some red lace crop leggings. Ooh, I like that. And you have an you have a vision going for. I know, but I'm afraid I won't be able to achieve my vision because of the short notice, and I don't know where I'm going to shop for these items. Girl, I don't even have a vision. I think we're going to sex stores, right? I'm hoping. Yeah, you, I was hoping you would be down with that. The other thing we should probably hit is like Metro Boutique on Hawthorne, which is like an yeah, yeah. ecstasy sex store dance store thing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we won't be doing ecstasy while we shop, though. No. FYI. <laughs> no. We probably won't be doing ecstasy at all. Period. Even though, as we were talking about, we may talk about on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Pa- Oh, good Lord. I, I have not <laughs> dropped anything under my tongue no. before coming here. But, we don't do that. Um, I was sad a little bit when mm. I got sober because I have never done ecstasy or what the kids are calling Molly these days. Yeah. That was one of the things that I kind of did always want to do and I never had. So when I got sober in the back of my mind, I was like, well, that doesn't count though. <laughs> like if that opportunity comes up and... You know, I, and I have this fantasy about and happen to be in love, then I would probably do it. Um, but now it's like coming up on seven years sober. <laughs> that, that mindset has shifted a little so bit funny. for me. Uh, I did do a fair amount of MDMA ecstasy uh, dance drugs as a 20 something, but I never did cocaine. And I had the same thought when I got sober, like, well, I haven't ever done cocaine. And actually for a minute, it made me question whether or not I needed to get sober, but I did need to get sober. Because and, you hadn't done cocaine yet. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, well, if I haven't done cocaine, do I really need to get sober I don't know yes the answer is yes um but I did often think like well maybe I had kind of that same uh reservation about potentially somebody doing cocaine and I agree coming up on uh some more time uh that perspective has shifted um but I will say MD you know ecstasy whatever MDMA it really is mostly just a dance drug and I will say I was rather disappointed with the fact that I could take ecstasy dance all night and get really sweaty and uh so what you're saying is (laughs) I could do it no. Because it's really just a dance drug? No. Okay. I'm, uh, the key word in that sentence is drug. So, yeah. I miss that. I miss yeah. that. I heard the just a. Just a. I heard that it's really just a. And I was like, what is Heidi saying right now? I'm I'm open. No, not worth it. Not worth it. No. Um, okay. There will be no dropping of Molly at the retros party for Mm-mm. me. I'm not ready. I'm not ready for that. We might do boomerangs with people who have dropped Molly. That might be a yes, thing. Yes, yes. We are going to try to do a lot of social media stuff um, while we're there on Saturday and see what we can get posting and live. Maybe a live video, maybe a boomerang. We'll see. Yes, yes. We will see what happens. So that's pretty exciting. Um, we're excited to be heading to that. One of the things that um, is on this list of topics that I have, we watched the Brene Bank Brown call to courage special and it had me in Netflix. And so I started to pick up the show dead to me. Have you seen this? No, but it's, it's, um, I'm getting a lot of ads for it and it looks, it looks interesting. Yeah. It's dark and funny and Christina Applegate's in it. And part of the reason it came on my radar is that in the um, TV show, she does a Peloton. She has a Peloton in her house. (laughs) So of course all the Peloton people across the country are like, Oh my God, Christina Applegate's on a Peloton on the show. It really only makes like two appearances. That's kind of brilliant though for Peloton. (laughs) (laughs) It really is. Yeah. It's not a central part of the storyline. It doesn't have any, it doesn't have much. It just lets us all know that this character is rich. Yeah. That's part of the point of it. Yeah. Um, um, and anyway, um, but the show is super funny, very dark. Uh, so anyway, I oh, was going to check out. You should watch it. The other thing is great. It's half hour, 28 minutes an episode. Like so it's like, you know, I binged three. I've been watching three a day for the last week. So I'm like, 
it's like an hour and a half that I, you know, probably could be doing something a little more useful with my time, but also an hour and a half to just kind of relax, rewind or unwind, you know, giggle. Yeah, cool. I will watch it. And on that note, because Joey and I have been watching another short little cute, amazing. I can't believe I'm so late to this Mm -hmm. show. Shit's Creek. Oh, you know what? Jeff and I tried it, but we couldn't get behind it. But people love it. It's canceled now, right? Uh, yeah, they done. have completed yeah. their last. I think they have completed their last. I think, or this is it, or it just completed. Yeah. But we're still on season two. Nice. Um, I love the characters. I love the humor. Uh. I love, love, love these people. And especially um, David Rose, okay. the, the son, All the right. guy who plays the son. He reminds me of our friend, <laughs> the friend that we have in common. Um, huh. I don't know if I, it's, I don't think, it, I don't know if I can call it. Anyway. Yeah. I don't know what friend, friend you're talking about. I can't believe you don't know. Rhymes with. <laughs> rhymes with scanner. Oh, got it. Okay. <laughs> now I'm with you. Yeah. Um, so much that I've almost like kind of like projected the mm. David Rose character onto scanner mm. when I see scanner now. That's and funny. I don't think scanner appreciates it. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll have to watch that. Yeah. You watch Dead to Me this week, and I'll watch. Uh, I'll watch Tits Creek, and we'll come back. We'll reconvene. Uh, mm-hmm. But next- my favorite character is Mora. 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 And I very want Irish name. to be like her when I grow mm. up. Okay. There was a Mora that I loved that was on the show ER. Oh really? Do you remember that? That is like a blast. Yes, and that was her name. That's and right. her name was Mora, and she yeah. was just like this adorable, smart doctor. Yes, and I yes. was like, oh yeah, Mora Kelly is her yeah. name. I, don't I know. work with a Mora. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Oh. That doesn't sound great. <laughs> I'm not even worried about my coworkers saying this because they all know. Yeah. All right. Our next story is something that's going on in Portland. And I kind of feel like this is an only Portland thing. Okay. In in Portland, there is this house that is for sale. It's a floating home. Uh, first of this all. This is such a good thing to talk oh about. So, I love that this is on the podcast. So if you're watching this on YouTube, Mark has a video file that he's just going to scroll through like all the clips of all the pictures of this house. This house is called the Aqua Star. It's for sale for $1 million. I'm... Huh? Cheap. Cheap. Oh my gosh. I bet you it is so janky inside. (laughs) It is so weird inside. It is. Do we have photos of inside? Yeah, the photos are going to come because the the story in the newspaper, I got this off the Oregonian. There are definitely pictures of the inside. I was so shocked. Like, first of all, I can't imagine paying a million dollars for any house that is fucking on the water. You don't even have any... There's not even... There's no foundation. Yeah. You, you own no land. You, you own, don't own that river floating no. underneath it. So can we talk about that? Because this is something that's always kind of um, fascinated me and left me curious uh-huh. about floating homes. They are usually significantly less expensive that's than true. like homesteads mm-hmm. on, on mm-hmm. land. And is that just because the price of land is subtracted out of it? Or is there more to it than that? I think you're, I think you're on, on to something. I think it's just that the price of land is subtracted out. You do usually have to pay a, either a mortgage or a fee to have a slip, which is like where it's parked, mm-hmm. but you don't, and then you own the slip or whatever, but not really because then like the yacht, this is, this is at the, um, is that a yacht club? The most prestigious yacht club in Portland. <laughs> Obviously there's no yachts there. It's only houses. Well, is, Which what's is that like behind? So ridiculous. What's that behind the Aqua Star? Now, the Aqua Star too? That the, looks like a yacht. That does look like a yacht. And I don't know if it comes with that. If that yacht came with the house, this price tag would make more sense to me. 
Um, so anyway, so I don't know if some pictures of the inside, there we go. So this, pl- the oh, inside of this. I can smell the must <laughs> just looking at that. The inside of this place is like silver paneled. It has shag carpet. It's I mean, this musty looks as like, fuck. this looks like some kind of like art deco renovation from 1983 no. gone awry. This no, is challenging yeah, for yeah. me because you would end up buying a million dollars would buy you the, the houseboat, but then you still have to renovate the whole thing on the inside. I mean, it's so ugly. Yeah. We need to break this down because there's a lot happening here with the mirrored paneling <laughs> mirrored and then we're gonna yeah. get a like walnut and black entertainment center oh it and doesn't then, jive and then under a beige carpet and then we're gonna <laughs> push in a tv table that's like pine mm-hmm. yeah it doesn't like, make any a, sense and, and and a wood stove yeah. really guys no. and mm-hmm. look at that can we talk about that clock <laughs> <laughs> who who thought it was a good idea to hang up that clock? I just love that you're really putting the hard sell on this so that people have to go to YouTube and watch this video so they can see what we're talking about. You are a freaking genius. Thank well, you, Sandy. Oh, <laughs> my This God. bathroom no, is like... Seriously, can you smell this house just no, looking know, at these yeah, photos? Because you know it's like mildewy because it's wet because you're on the water. Oh, my I gosh. Just, I can't with this. Friends, there's, friends of all gold, everything. <sighs> this house is busted. Yeah, nobody should be paying a million dollars for this house. Not no. even... And like, because it's called the Aquastar and all it has, like, it looks like a bunch of silos. If you remember from the first picture, I mean, every wall is curved. You don't even have a straight wall. It's like, that is, I'm wondering what you would do with your bed aside from ordering like a custom round bed. Yeah. Putting a rectangular bed in a curved room is a nightmare. Well, you put it in the middle of the room, yeah. but these rooms probably aren't big enough for that. This but is that's a- what you have to do. You have to put it in the middle of the room and have like a, um, like kind of like a divider thing to like divide half the room. I've seen yeah. I've seen it on TV. Okay, I see what you're saying. I actually yeah. know exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Here's another one. This looks like a kind of recording studio nightmare scenario. It has the <laughs> silver paneling, except now with some lavender carpeted mm. um, curved ceiling. It does, however, look like someone just vacuumed it. Is that right? That looks like some vacuum. It sure streaks. does. <laughs> Wait, but I'm not finished because I just described lavender painted walls, lavender carpeted mm-hmm. ceiling, lavender carpet, and a red wall. A red wall. Red. Red wall. With with uh, with another shitty pine entertainment center that Ikea probably sold in 1992. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, yeah, they, yeah. He, why did I say he? I assumed he. Well, obviously a he lives here. They, they, <laughs> they, they do own records. I see vinyl. That's interesting because that looks like a boom box. That doesn't look like a record player. I feel like he who lives here, his name is Chad and he's a 47 year old white guy who plays guitar on the weekends. Uh-huh. And like, I'm not sure where Chad got all the money to buy this place, but Chad's real estate agent is lying to him. All the money to buy this I'm place. I'm just saying his real estate agent is lying to him if he thinks he's selling it for a million dollars, there's no way. Bought it for 125,000. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Oh, wow. It's bad. It's this bad. It's bad. This is crazy. This is a, if this house were on land, this would be considered a teardown. Okay. So you know what's interesting about this? Okay. There, we did a story similar to this probably over a year ago. There is an art deco house in Southeast Portland that on the outside is like, okay, it's art deco, which is like very uh, hit or miss taste wise. But on the inside is exactly like this, like the one we're showing you. And um, the guy that owns it is the heir to the veggie patties. What are the... Um, <laughs> like makes, Boca Burger? Boca Burger, yes. He, the the owner of, the CEO of Boca Burger or whatever owns this like weird house. So like, I wonder if there's something about being an eccentric millionaire that makes you go like, oh, Art Deco. Oh, bold colors that don't match. I don't know. It's no, I'm, fucking I'm played that. out is what it is. I'm with that, but this is janky. Yeah, this like, is This janky. isn't nice. <laughs> no, this not. is not nice. <laughs> so uh, we, don't, we just want to say we're doing our consumers a favor and telling everyone to not buy this house. I mean. This house is uh, a teardown. This is a bad idea. 
yeah. even the appliances you couldn't sell. Very bad idea. Um, speaking of other things, oh, oh my god. god, I was getting ready to move us to another story, that but is that a bathroom beige is sink Ooh, with girl. a white for Micah oh my countertop. God. I can't even like. Yeah. Can you imagine having people over to this place? You would just be apologizing the whole time. Well, I mean, I just what I have to say is if we've established that the price is basically the price for the house minus the price of land, uh-huh. and the house is a teardown. Yeah. What are you paying for? They just need to tow that shit out of the slip and tow another one in. Tow a new one in. I would like a new one that's like a glass box. You know, I would want to, I'm like actually really interested in someday living somewhere in a glass box. It'd yeah, be cool to like live in a on glass the river. box on the river. It'd be incredible. It'd be amazing. And then I would like, need, I would I would need have, blinds though. Yeah. Well, I would want to have like glass windows that like you could hit a button and they like something in them mm-hmm. shifted and then they turned like opaque. Like transitions lenses. Yeah. Transitions lenses, but for, do you need, uh, but for uh, glass for windows. Yes. Uh, so, okay. We're on the same page with that. Obviously when we start getting paid and we do our all gold by all gold pod by Crocs collaboration, we know where the money's going. It's going to a gold cube on the. Okay. But I still haven't signed off on the, cro- I, to- I said I would have to think hard about it. <laughs> and I'm not totally don't sign me up we need to talk about it we will no decisions have been made yet we'll be no. definitely I won't be making that decision without you yeah and, and if we're gonna man- imagine if we're gonna manifest oh a shoe contract can we just not choose Crocs please can you imagine if I came in here one day I was like oh by the way I signed us to a million dollar deal with Crocs you know well, frankly truthfully I'd probably be like high five thank you Heidi I mean that's the truth let's just be real we're, commi- right. we're committed to authenticity well, we should aim though. And if you did come and tell me that, we would be celebrating. Or what about kids? I would prefer kids. Kids are cute. I'd That's take adorable. We would look adorable in a look kids really ad. damn cute in a kids ad. Add it to my list of things I to think, do today. Pitch you kids. know what? <laughs> I think we can bring kids back. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll I tell think you what, we Taylor Swift tried a couple of years ago, but she didn't try very hard because she had a couple other things going on. That would look really cute at the red dress party. <laughs> yes, some kids. Okay, I'm okay. here for it. Okay, mm-hmm. add it to the list. Okay, speaking of other things that cost or save a million dollars, this story is in the news today, which is, I don't know if you're familiar with this. There is a restaurant chain called Steak and Shake. Have you ever been there? Back like back in the day? No, okay. no. I know the Shake Shack. Mm, this is different. This okay. is a much lower grade version of the, of the Steak Shack. Uh, Steak and Shake is mostly, I think, Midwest. So I have been to one because there's one in Iowa. Okay. And it's like thin fried patty burgers and like milkshakes with the canister that you get the extra. And like, I do like that. I do too. I'm not going to lie. Huge fan. And then uh, also some friend, you know, friend. It's like a um, diner style, whatever. Okay. So anyway, the CEO of Shake Shack or Steak and Shake, not Shake Shack, Steak and Shake is apparently in a little bit of financial trouble. And the CEO was going over the books the other day and determined that if they no longer served maraschino cherries on top of their milkshakes, which the milkshake is a huge staple of the menu, mm-hmm. they would save a million dollars a year. That's I, I read that when you sent that to me. Shitload of cherries. Frankly. So I just have to um, disclose I do have a, um, what is it? A conflict of interest with this story. Tell me. I am a graduate of Oregon State University. Uh-huh inventor of the maraschino cherry oh my god i did not know that wow look at all the stuff we are learning here today yeah wow. so i might have to decline to comment <laughs> because of my bias it's so controversial well i feel like maraschino cherries alone are kind of controversial like i am a hater of do you, maraschino. i was gonna I say do you ever eat them. the maraschino cherry mm, ah, no yeah, no and actually i'd prefer that they don't even get like the red cherry juice on the whipped cream i'm Thank with you very much leave it off i'm with you save your million dollars you're welcome yeah. yeah. <laughs> However, like because with a cherry on top uh-huh. is I know it's the thing. It's just like it's infiltrated everything in our lives. So can you imagine? I don't know getting a shake. I could imagine getting a shake without a Hell cherry yeah. because I've Me too. I have received 
many shakes <laughs> in my life without cherries. Because I'd be like, cool, stick an Oreo in it. Put a Reese's cup on yeah. top of it. I don't care. Yeah. But don't put a fucking gross cherry on the top. Ick, no, no, no. Yeah. And for like a chain of restaurants, like I'm not sure how much a million dollars a year really even is. That's true. That might be small potatoes. Yeah. Anyhow. My, yeah. That's a good point. I, I mean, like, like one person might notice that this cherry's missing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> which I hate to say. And then they'll fill out a comment card, which they'll hand to the manager who will put it directly in the trash can. So, I mean... You know, yeah. there's that. Maybe they could just keep a can of maraschino cherries oh, for people who request self-serve. them. Yeah. yeah. Or like, oh, that's even better. Not self-serve because then people will take like mm -hmm. hundreds of them. But you could just say maraschino cherries upon request only. Right. Because there are some restaurants in California that do still water on request only. Right. Because they don't want to serve. Most restaurants. Right. Yeah. They won't just like serve you water because they don't want to waste it, which I think is smart. It is. Yeah. You should have to ask for your water. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. Um, and so um, speaking of a million, we've got like some of all of our stories have like a, something to do with a million today. It takes courage and bravery <laughs> to ask for water when it you need it. Courage it and does. Bravery. You're brave. You're, you're brave. I just want to validate, <laughs> validate how brave you are for asking for your water. Thank you. It's truly inspiring. Well, you know, <laughs> I was inspired by Winston Churchill. <laughs> Uh, okay, so there are these two YouTubers that are having the fight of the century, apparently. This you're going to have to completely fill me in I know, on. it's okay. I have to move my phone over here because I have all the details. I have the story on my uh, clipboard. But okay, so uh, when you're looking at the picture here, the, uh, the woman on the right is a woman named Tati Westbrook. And the, the person on the left is a person called James, Char James Charles. Okay, so Tati Westbrook, it turns out, was like kind of just a mommy makeup blogger. Had like a, maybe had... Um, I don't know, some followers, like a couple hundred thousand followers on her YouTube channel. But she teamed up in the past couple of years with uh, James Charles, who happens to be the, this is a quote, I'm not entirely sure what it means. He ha happens to be the first assigned male gender non-binary cover girl. So I think what that means is he was assigned male gender at birth, but now identifies as non-binary and he got a contract or they got a contract with cover girl. So they are a big deal. And so Sorry, go back. Explain this one more time to okay. me about James. James Charles is the first, quote, assigned male gender, non-binary cover girl. So I, I don't think, know what that means. I think what that means is that he was assigned male gender at birth uh -huh. and now identifies as non-binary and then received okay. a contract with cover girl to be... They're a cover girl makeup person, you know, okay, to be a cover so, girl. Like Ellen used to be a, so a cover we, girl spokesman. We call James them they. I think so. Okay, okay. Um okay, but nobody really bothered calling James them they in all of the uh, stories that I read about this. So I'm not I'm still not entirely so sure. So we about, might not be right about this. We might not be right, but we do know that James received this non binary is the first non binary person to be a cover girl spokesperson. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that aside, I'm just saying that's all that it is. I just don't know what it means. Like, I am not like trying to judge. I'm not trying no, to no. be open minded. I just honestly don't know what that means. I agree with you. I think that because James, James identifies as non binary, that their pronouns will be them they. It doesn't non binary. So binary means one or the other. Yeah. So non binary means not like one fluid. or the other. So he, so James, he, them, they, pro, whatever identifies maybe sometimes as male, sometimes as female, yes. and maybe is just like whatever, whenever. Yeah. Okay. That's fucking awesome. That's pretty exciting. So, so that's my interpretation. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. So, uh, James Charles is the first, um, non-binary person to have a contract with CoverGirl to be like a spokesmodel. Like for RuPaul might be non-binary. Correct. Maybe. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. RuPaul just, would have to decide that, but yeah. perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's true. It's true. <laughs> You're right. Okay. So the point being that actually James Charles has millions and millions of YouTube followers and is far more famous than Tati Westbrook was when they got together and became friends. But Tati knew a marketing, uh, a marketing ploy when she saw one and she decided to team up with James and they started having each other on their YouTube channels and doing makeup tips. Hmm. And the makeup mommies that followed Tati love James and his flamboyance. And, uh, and I think his followers probably tolerated her being on his channel occasionally or whatever. But recently they got in a huge fight because Tati apparently has a uh, vitamin line called, um, uh, it's like Hola, maybe it's, uh, I can't remember, it starts with an H, Halo, Halo Vitamins. And uh, Tati and James have been like kind of, you know, they've been cooperating and promoting the vitamin brand. But then James went to Coachella and uh, some other vitamin brand helped him with a security matter that he had. And so he gave them a shout out on his channel about the, I think it was the Sugar Daddy gummies that they had like really helped him out of a bind. Like Sugar Bear hair? Actually, it's Sugar Bear. That's what it is. It's Sugar Bear gummies. Okay. That had helped him out of a bind while he was at Coachella. Well, then Tati posted a 43 minute video on her YouTube channel declaring James canceled. James Charles is canceled, she said, for 43 minutes. What does that mean, canceled? Uh, that means like unsubscribe, we're done being friends. That basically means our friendship is canceled. That's the new way to say we're not friends anymore. Okay. Yeah. All right. So can I just clarify what non-binary means? Yes. Thank you for doing that. Refers to someone, I think you already said this though, but refers to someone who does not identify as exclusively male or female. Mm-hmm. So we'll just leave it at that. Oh, good. We were right. Were we? Yeah, I think we were. Okay. Yeah, we were. Okay. Uh, okay. So anyway, in four- carry on. In a 43 minute video, Tammy went on a rant about how James Charles was canceled and everyone should unfollow his YouTube channel. And then he lost 1.2 million YouTube subscribers in a day. Mm. I'm like, we gained one last week. Yes. We what did? is that? What is that? <laughs> Can we get a percentage? Yes. We now have yes. 24 YouTube followers. <laughs> Our newest YouTube follower has the handle plays with trains. <laughs> still plays with trains. Maybe I can't remember. So shout out to plays with trains or still plays with trains, whatever. I can't quite remember what you don't cancel us. Please don't cancel us. We're very excited to have you on board. Still plays with trains. Very excited to have you on board. So I just wanted to, uh, I mostly want to talk about this story to put in perspective the fact that we have 24 YouTube followers and that James Charles lost 1.2 million YouTube followers in a day because of Tati. Now Mm. don't get it twisted. Mm. He definitely posted an eight minute video responding to her 43 minute rant and they've been going back and forth. The other thing that's interesting about this is a couple weeks ago or months ago, we did a story on a makeup cosmetics heist from the Jeffree Star line. Yes. Now uh, James Charles happens to have a clothing brand called Sisters Clothing and our sister, his merch brand is Sisters, and it happens to be owned by none other than Jeffree Star. Ooh, it gets deeper. Mm. Now, currently, the Sisters merch site is canceled down. So people are going a little, people are getting, people are mad about that. Like maybe Jeffree Star's on Tati's side. Mm. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, it could be. Mm. And people are mad about that. And the other thing people are mad about is that now they're so mad at James Charles that they want to get rid of his palettes because he had sold a, listen, girl, Forget Crocs. We actually need to put together a palette because that is fucking where the money is at. (laughs) We could do that. We could do that. We're good at colors. Yeah. And Um, we we have a few people in our camp that could help us too. Yeah. I want to put together a palette, the all gold palette. Anyway, I mean, done. And an idea is born. (laughs) So people are mad at James Charles and they want to destroy his palette, but they, the palette's so good that they don't really want to destroy it. So now they're posting all these videos, just like covering up his name on the palette instead of like lighting the shit on fire, which is if you were really mad at him, 
you'd fucking get rid of the palate, but the, the palate's so good. How can you be mad at him? I don't know why you'd be mad at him. Well, apparently one of the things that Tati Westbrook is saying that he did is that he's been trying, that he's been tricking. He apparently does also identify as a gay man and he's been tricking straight men into thinking that they're gay and like taking advantage of them. This is an accusation that's being leveled by Tati. Oh, Tati. Yeah, and it's that's pretty dark. Your damn yeah, business, it's pretty, Tati. It's pretty dark. So uh, anyway, I don't really know why people are mad. All I know is that he lost 1.2 million YouTube followers in a day. Okay, you can't <laughs> trick you can't a man trick. into I agree. believing that they're gay and having sex with you. Like, yeah. if, if a man decides to have sex with another man... That's a decision. Yeah, I mean, I know that people can be coerced into sex, mm -hmm. period, mm -hmm. but not, like, the way that this is being described. Like, you know, there yeah. would have to be other coercion going on aside mm -hmm. from the you're gay yeah. part. Right. Right? Yeah, there would have to be a little bit more than, like, the suggestion of, like, yeah. don't you think you might be gay or wouldn't you like to give this a try? Right. Because that would just be, like, exploring you're, your sexuality. Right, right. right. That's not coercion. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah. And so I'm a little bit, like, I'm a little bit looking a little side-eye at Tati after yeah, that. Yeah, I agree. I think yeah. this is the story of a mommy makeup blogger scorned. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I, so... That's so where I can, come down on it. So I know nothing about this other than what you told me, uh -huh. but I am on the side of James Charles. Yeah. I've been remembered his name. There and you I go. Think I just want to buy some of his swag. Are I you want, on the website right now? I think this sister's <laughs> hoodie, yeah. I think would look really cute on both of us. <laughs> Wouldn't yeah, we, we look, look cute, cute in We that? would look cute in that. That's a good color for us. Yeah. I like it. So I feel like supporting him, um, but maybe I should read a little bit more first. <laughs> you might. I might want to just because, you know, I, I could. I could be completely wrong. <laughs> well, and I only I didn't do a particularly thorough job of this. So, yeah, we should do some more research. Maybe we can have Fred fact check this for us. He can tell us where we should come down on it. Okay. Well, from a, like, 2,000-foot view, mm -hmm. possibly a position of neutrality, because I don't know who any of these people yeah, are. Yeah, sure, me neither. Um, it sounds like, like... Um, dumb <laughs> and, it does and, sound a little bit like everyone's taking themselves a little too seriously right. oh, yeah because lest we forget that this fight started over gummy vitamins right also y'all grown-ass people taking gummy vitamins like right. come on and and i'm still not like i understand that this whole social media um becoming an influencer is is real right i'm understanding that these are people's real jobs and I, there's real money attached there's real money yeah, these yeah. are people real jobs mm -hmm. i do i do have a deep understanding of that but I still have this old part of me who's like you cannot cry over lost followers like yeah, like that so that still feels so small to me yeah even though I, I know that to them it is very real and very much not small well here's what I want to know I am actually now I'm hung up on the idea of all these people shilling gummy vitamins and like why are we why can't everyone just take their gross old nasty multivitamin that tastes like what do they taste like you know that tastes like corn or whatever oh you do gummy vitamins I'm a gummy vitamin look at you Believer. Are so, these the sugar baby? What are they called? So they're sugar, sugar, bear. sugar bear hair. Sugar bear hair. Right there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then I have my fiber, my vitamin C, and my vitamin D. This is the cutest pill case ever, actually, because it's full of gummies, which is amazing. And, and I love that. And this is... It's a lot of molly. <laughs> vitamin m but this is um <laughs> i take my vitamins every day because yeah. they're gummies yeah. and i don't know if that's just is because i'm a sugar addict i or, love it or, actually i have to say they look really good 
They, they look really good. Here, I have two. As oh. much as I was ranting and raving about gummy vitamins, I want to eat one right now. What's yes. the orange one? What's the this? orange one is the vitamin C. Oh, of course. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Oh and my God. The, these little gumdrops are mm-hmm. vitamin D. Oh, okay. I want to have the, that. The big, the big gumdrops are fiber because I'm 42. I need to take Do you fiber. meal prep these like for the whole week? Do you have like seven jars? I have four. Mm-hmm. I only have four jars, so I do four at a time. It's really smart. They're delicious. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay. so, so I take my vitamins every day and I've never been able to achieve that in my life. Rant averted. Other. I like this. <laughs> I love this. Just happened. Can I, um, can I get on board? Can you make some for me? If I give you, could I get a daily uh, vitamin subscription service through you? Yes. Um, I'll pay you. Oh, those bears are good. No, I'll just hook you up every time we podcast with oh a God. week's worth. Those blue bears are so yummy. Mm-hmm. Those are the sugar bear hair ones. Okay. I'm definitely on James Charles' side. All right. <laughs> check, check. Oh my God, those are so good. Okay, the next three stories that I have for us to talk about are so dark. And we're at the 30 minute mark. I don't know if we want to talk about any of them. I'll give you an option. I'll tell you what they are. Okay. Number one is serial killer in West Virginia. Mm, Number two I is- I have an ex from West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> Number two is $1.6 billion requested by Donald Trump to set a woman to the moon in 2024. Mm. Number three is Nebraska farmer am- amputates his own leg. <laughs> Or we could move on to uh, do's and don'ts of meeting for the first date. <laughs> we got to do one of those. I feel like I I feel connected to the West Virginia murderer. All right. I can't talk about Donald Trump. I know. Well, and I feel like $1.6 billion. No, I'm skipping it. I won't even give you my rant about it. Okay. <laughs> I know where it's going. <laughs> what could we do with $1.6 million for the women? Oh, my God. On the mainland. We could protect access to safe abortion. Yay! Yay! Had to get political for one minute. Mm-hmm. All right. So there's a serial killer carnival worker on the loose in West Virginia. Mm, even better. I'm glad I chose this one. Yeah. So carnival worker. Carnival worker. I mean, does this surprise anyone? No. no not even a little not bit. Not at all. Mm-mm. So he's killed three women in West Virginia already. Two of the women's bodies have been recovered. One is still missing. So he uh, claimed that he, quote, accidentally tripped and shot his first victim twice in the head just on accident that can happen yeah and then he claimed that as he was taking her body to the hospital it fell out of the back of his truck and rolled down the embankment where it was eventually found so you're trying to tell me that you tripped and shot her twice and then instead of putting her in the car or calling an ambulance you put her in the truck bed the bed of your truck and then it bounced out ambulances are expensive he might have gotten the bill (laughs) if they got his name bounced out and rolled down an embankment i mean it's west virginia it's rural bounce 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 bounce, bounce. i don't know though can you imagine how much uh bounce it would be required to bounce a lifeless body out of a you know they're heavy here's what this is why this <laughs> i'm not is, buying it i need receipts this is why <laughs> this is a truly dark story uh-huh. is because in our current justice system mm-hmm. that story mm-hmm. is all he needs in lieu of you know actual forensic dna evidence mm-hmm. right So if he was smart enough not to leave any of his bodily fluids or DNA on or around this woman's body, that story is enough for him not to be convicted of this murder. Have some reasonable doubt. Well, we would say not really reasonable, but someone will interpret that as reasonable doubt. Yeah. So that's what's dark about that yeah, story. Yeah, it's fucked up. It's fucked up. Yes. And also... Um, but of course he did it. Of course. Of, of course, course he, did he did it. And of course he works at a carnival and he's probably already back to work and don't go to carnivals. I don't know. <laughs> well, what about the other two? The other two, um, 
he didn't, I didn't have any more details about the other two. The one, it can't be found. The one other woman is a daughter of a different carnival worker. So I kind of felt bad for her because she's already living the carny lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't know exactly what happened um, with the other one, but this is what the story he's giving for the first one that he, it was an accident and that her body just bounced out of his truck. There's a, that's actually not surprising at all. In my consumption of true crime, that's a common defense. Wow. Shatter in the that. Head. Yeah. It was an accident. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess there's no there's no um, eyewitness. Right. The only witness is dead. Yeah. Um, what I was going to say, though, is there is a daughter of a carny, a woman who grew up on the carnival circuit um, on the Real Housewives of Dallas. Mm. And she's incredible. Yeah. And she's out of her fucking mind. <laughs> and it's, who is she married? Is she married to a bunch of money? Is that how she ended up on Real Housewives of Dallas? No, or is she she's independently at, she, wealthy somehow? She's, she doesn't appear to be very wealthy, actually. Mm-hmm. She's married to a former cop, but a, like, sheriff. Oh, okay. Um, so there's there's um, middle-class money. Mm-hmm. And she's a former beauty queen, and she's done a little bit of acting. Okay. And so I think that they're just um, they're just kind of like getting by in a middle class sort of way. Uh-huh. Um, but she's she's gorgeous, mm-hmm. like real gorgeous. Yeah. Like not. I mean, she has had a lot of work done on top of it, but she's one of those people who was just born beautiful. Yeah. And um, but she's out of her fucking mind. Like she, I believe she, it. Yeah. Tell me one. Give me an example. Well, so she didn't, she was mic'd, but she didn't know she was on camera. Yeah. And there was some beef going on between the girls as it is on The Real Housewives. Uh And she said she was whispering to somebody in a closet, I don't need a knife. I have my hands. (laughs) (laughs) And she's in the closet like, just my hands. And then she's like, and I heard he sucked someone's dick at the roundup. Oh my God. Crazy. Wow. This is why we watch reality TV. That's true. Because of people like Leanne Locken. That's amazing. Grew up at the carnival. We might need to follow her on Instagram. She's amazing. Yeah, okay, let's do that. I will say the other thing that uh, sitting here eating these gummies reminded me of the days that we used to eat Skittles on the show. I know. And uh, this weekend- I couldn't stop. I know, I'm I'm having a hard time moderating. Uh, This weekend, Jeff and I were watching um, a show that we love on YouTube called uh, Hot Ones. Have you ever watched this show? No, there's so much to watch. Oh my God, this is funny. And it is only on YouTube. So you have to Google it on YouTube or whatever. And basically what it is, is it's a, a guy does an interview with a famous person. And for every question, they eat I like a- how you said with a famous person <laughs> and you look pointed at me. I'm not famous, but I felt famous. Yeah, Thank good, 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 good. I'm going to do it to you real quick. Okay. So, and a guy <laughs> interviews people and he sits down every week with a famous person. Yeah. Okay. It does feel good. Yeah. It does feel good. Uh, and every question that they ask, and they have 10 hot wings in front of them that go from like, they start at sriracha and they go all the way up to like fucking explode your brain. Hot. I, c- I couldn't go past sriracha. I couldn't either. I, there's no way. And it is so funny because by the time they get to the fifth wing the celebrities are like sweating they can't concentrate on the question being asked like they don't know how to answer it they're crying like it's actually really really funny oh that's funny uh, anyway they just got a sponsorship they haven't always been sponsored but they're sponsored by skittles oh it's oh, possible it's possible they're a youtube show they they just like sit around and eat hot wings how they have they a skittles sponsorship i don't i don't know how they started maybe they knew someone or something but like everyone has been on this show it is key and peel were on the other day they're so their episodes Who? hilarious key and peel from um they're on comedy central they're two funny guys and uh, a lot of athletes go on. Anyway, it's very, it's definitely worth your time. Hey, hey, when they started, it was all like B-list people. It was all B-listers. Like Jeff Goldblum on yeah, yeah, yeah. And now That's they've awesome. kind of up, they've leveled up. But they also got a Skittles sponsorship. So that dream's not dead either. Yes. Yes. Soon we'll be eating Skittles in our crocs, our kids. In our kids. All right. All right. So we're going to talk about uh, today's show. Our personal development topic, our primary discussion is going to be about... Um, do's and don'ts on the first date 
Yeah. So this is going to be fun because Heidi and I, I don't think we've prepared this topic at all. We're just mm-hmm. going to be pretty off the cuff with it. Mm-hmm. So I don't. So to begin, mm-hmm. the first thought that comes to my head is what we've already talked about on the podcast. Okay. So however it is that you've decided with this person that you guys are going to go on a date. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if you met online. I don't know if you met um, in the produce department of the grocery store. Mm-hmm. I've a always heard. Dream. I've always heard that's a thing. It's but never happened to me. It's never happened never to me. Never once was I ever hit on in a grocery store. Mark, have you ever gotten hit on in a grocery store? I'm waiting. He's waiting with bated breath. And you've never gotten hit on. This is a myth. This is a myth that's perpetuated by the romance, romantic movie industrial complex. I got hit on at the gas station. Oh, yeah. I actually kind of went out with a guy. I was very young, but he was the gas station attendant <laughs> yeah. where I always got my gas. Mm-hmm. And um, I think, uh, and he developed a crush on me. And then, like, his name was Hugo. I called him I Go Hugo Hugo. Well, that's cute. And um, we, we went out a couple times, but there was, like, no chemistry. And then I had to, like, kind of avoid the gas station. But it that was, happened to me with a pizza shop. Yeah. So that was the gas. <laughs> I remember. I yeah. remember. And so then there was a gas station right by my house. So I finally like one day had to go and I was so nervous. I drove off with the gas pump still in my car. (laughs) Um, I did get hit on at the waterfront yesterday as I was running. It went like this. It was a fine gentleman who just maybe had a large meth habit and maybe didn't have a home. I don't know. I'm just, I just guessing. Yeah. And he said, thank you. (laughs) I love your ass. (laughs) Does that count getting hit on in public? It kind of does. I didn't turn around and I ran past him and I just like flew him the bird. gave him the finger. Yeah. You're welcome. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. But yeah, no. So that's the extent of my like meeting a guy. Well, oh no. And then there was Townsend's tea guy. Oh yeah. That did happen. Yeah. Where you, yeah. Yeah. And that didn't work out either. So (laughs) I would just, both these guys that, uh, that I've met in like more of like a, like grocery store type of place. Uh Um, I wasn't attracted to, didn't have chemistry and that kind of brought me to my, wait, no, I'm only going to go out with somebody that I know I'm attracted to like off the bat. For real. Yeah. 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 So I agree. I think that is a myth that's perpetuated by the rom-com. Yeah, I think it is that you're going to meet because someone while you're shopping for groceries. It's or such a great way to where you end up wasting your time dating somebody yes. that you might not even really that you're probably you not even really into. To yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's certainly not going to be like the badass hot guy who's like you know that's like at the grocery store like hey girl yeah I mean I don't, that's definitely never happened to me if you're a listener and you got hit on by like a badass hot guy at the grocery store you need to DM us because and how many times has that badass hot guy turned out to be like the worst the person <laughs> in the world like that's I, I fell for that a couple times in my life one as a teenager and then one in my adult life I will never forget at I worked at Prince Plus mm-hmm. in the Westminster Mall uh-huh. and there was this guy I shit you not he looked just like James Dean and yeah. I am not exaggerating the wow. guy was gorgeous he looked like James Dean he played it up he dressed like James Dean and then I was like he wants to go out with me I was like I cannot believe this is happening this is the realest shit that's ever happened to me I'm like I'm gonna fall in love he was batshit crazy Crazy. probably a total narcissist Oh, he was like, I think mentally ill, that shit crazy. Like it was the worst. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh God, I have to, I I have to add that to my book. Um, Where were we going? We started with this where it was. Okay. So you're going on a date. However it is, you found this person. Yes. You guys have agreed to go on a date. One caveat. Like I do think like 75% of dating is we're meeting people online. Yeah. And I agree. We've talked about this before, but it bears repeating. It's a date. It's a date. That first meeting is a date. Yeah. And 
girl, boy, you better treat it like a date yeah. or else it's not worth your time. Yeah. It's not worth your time if you're not going to be taken out. Yep. I completely I think, agree. Yeah. I completely agree. And that means part of, and I think part of that too means showing up for it like it's a date. Like get your fucking hair done or yes. do your hair, not get it done. Do your hair. <laughs> Go get a, a blowout. Put your makeup yeah. on, whatever. Like whatever put, you do. put a little bit of energy into it because like, it's interesting. I was listening to a different podcast about um, how to show up for uh, when you do uh, appearances. And it was like, you know, your personal brand is you. This is, you know, you're putting you out there. So like you, you know, show up like you're ready to, to meet someone new and you're excited about it. Not like, oh my God, I have to go take a final exam and it's 8 a.m. You mm -hmm. know, like fucking put a little effort into it. It's, I agree. When I met Joey, so I was on my, my internet dating, um, like I am going to choose blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And I chose, I choose, I chose three. My, I specifically decided to choose three because I didn't think I could handle more because yeah. I actually wanted to like choose three legitimate people that I might actually really be able to like fall in love with. Yeah. Like, so they had to like meet like certain standards. Yeah. Um, and so I, I only chose three and Joey just happened to be the third and the other two I have to say they we, I knew like on the first date it wasn't going to be a thing and there was never a second date mm -hmm. although they did ask that yeah. was very important to me I did not lose my streak that they <laughs> always ask before they let me get in my car when we leave which we, sh we could wrap that at the end okay anyway um, Joey was the third and I was tired and we had agreed to go out after work mm -hmm. and I was like tired and after the other two hadn't worked out I was kind of feeling like uh, this plan might not really be great and he's probably just going to be another one like them and I don't know if I really even want to go right but I had my clothes in my car mm -hmm. to change into after work and mm -hmm. I had like my deodorant my hairbrush my toothbrush right it all there and I just decided like well I think I will just go because I did really consider canceling I will mm -hmm. just go just in case this is the guy yeah and even though I was half checked out on it and and really knowing I was tired and I would rather just go home yeah I still brush my teeth I still wash yes. my face I still put on my cute little shorts and my cute little tank top that I plan to wear yep. you know and I still went there like looking like how how I could feel good about myself yeah so how yeah. I could like if I do decide to like you I could get you yeah <laughs> I just feel like it's part of showing up to the whole experience like knowing that you're the baddest bitch and you have to be feeling that way too so like right. go to the date um prepare you know like with a little bit of effort with mm -hmm. effort not a little bit I'm not gonna hedge that yeah put your put some yeah. effort into it go on the first date with some effort mm -hmm. uh, one of the things I think safety wise is important uh, I don't think anyone would disagree with this I would say meet at your first date don't get picked up yes. everyone you and I have both seen the movie dirt or the miniseries and listened to it the Dirty John series and he picks her up at her house for the first date and it's like the first red flag well and also what, what, the, what she did by allowing him to do that was she sent him the message that she has no boundaries mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I think that that's a bad message message to send to somebody on the first date mm -hmm. a very bad message to send so even though we're saying yes this is absolutely a date in the like traditional style mm -hmm. that part of the tra tradition we can let go has changed yeah yeah it's no longer really safe it's no longer safe so uh definitely meet plan in to multiple ways because it's not safe because yes you can get stolen and, and raped and murdered right. and ssdgm and because you're setting, you're giving this guy, like we teach people how to treat us. Yeah. We're already telling this man, this woman, whoever, that, that we don't have boundaries. Around our space, around right. our personal space, right. our home space. Yeah. So that's really good. So don't, uh, don't meet, have them pick you up at your house. Do meet them at wherever you're planning to go. Correct. I would say 
do plan uh, or do make clear that the date's going to be like a, either an event or a certain amount of time, right? Like if you're going to go to dinner. No. You don't think so? Hells okay. no. Right. But go on with your thought and then I'll tell well, you Well, I why. guess I was going to say that like. That doesn't so mean that you're not right. Well, I mean, I might not be right. I hadn't thought no. about it very much. We no. are on the fly. So I'm kind of like, well, maybe the next thing is that you just decide like, okay, we're going to dinner and like, that's it. You well, know? No, I want to, I really want to hear the rest of your that's thought. That's it. That's the okay. only, I don't have oh, much I more you, of it. I thought you had I was a thinking reason. about like, well, maybe because that way you, like if it's going bad, you're like not committed for the whole evening, but you know what? You're never committed for the whole evening. So maybe that's really the point is like, don't feel like you have to spend more time than you want to gotcha. with this person. There we go. That's I agree with that. Yeah. So if you, even if you plan to go for dinner and it's like not, and you're not vibing and if, if you can just say like, this isn't working and I'm going to, yeah. you know, I'm going to get out of here. Or Thanks very much or whatever. Yeah. So I would say don't feel compelled to give this person more of your time than you than you want to. Oh, I a hundred percent agree yeah. with that. So, you know, back to like, we're, we're go. it's not worth your time to go out on a date with somebody. If you are not manifesting that this may be a person you're really into. Yeah. And then it might be really fun because dating is supposed to be fun. Yes. And like one of the most incredible things about dating is like, when, when we meet somebody that we're into, that we're hot for, that we mm. are falling in love with, it's like the inner child comes out yeah. and dating becomes play. Yeah, do and, have fun. And so I what I love about dating when, you, when I find somebody that I vibe with is that we just do whatever we want for however long we want. Mm. And I would not ever say, like if, if, if Joey and I just had our first like dinner together mm. and we didn't, neither of us wanted to leave each other that first meeting. And so we just went somewhere else, but we were also like two middle-aged people. So after about a four or five hour stretch of just like, talking and vibing, Vibing. we did decide to, we did go our separate ways because that was in in alignment with both of our values really. Um, But we did have this no time limit. There was not Mm -hmm. this um, sort of like external idea that we should only meet for an hour on our first date. You're right. I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that. And so it was really fun and it allowed us and it did feel like it, it felt so innocent and pure to be like a 38 year old woman just like, yeah, let's go. And now let's go get ice cream. And now let's go do this just yeah, so we yeah. can keep talking to each other. Yeah, that's cool. And that's I love good. that about dating. And I would I wouldn't want anybody to not have that experience on their first night meeting somebody. Yeah. Or second or third. Yeah. But absolutely. If the guy's like a dud or the girl's a dud or, or the binary individual is a dud. Yeah. Then it's it's totally okay to bounce. Totally okay to bounce. I agree. There was something that as you were telling that story about Joey that I was thinking of as a do or a don't and now I cannot. Oh, I know what it was. Uh, I have another don't. I might be all the don'ts. And I'm all the do's. (laughs) That'd be good. Uh, I feel like, I feel pretty strongly around this one. Um, You know, especially, I feel strongly around this one. Uh, Don't share your entire life story with this person on the first date. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Yeah. There, this again is related to boundaries that I do think it's important for us to be appropriately vulnerable. And I don't think that the first date is the time to tell uh, this person that you're, you know, your trauma. Correct. Correct. I think eventually you can get to a place, you know, if you continue to, because some people have uh, trauma or uh, stuff for them that is uh, part of an attention seeking thing that they feel like they tell the story to inappropriate, tell stories inappropriately in order to receive attention that makes them feel validated. So I'm just going to say like, if you have something that's like a little gnarly, don't tell it on the first date. Yeah. And I think we're going to touch on this on our ruthless review with regard to Mm -hmm. vulnerability. Um, Brene Brown talks about it well in her book, but she doesn't talk about it as well in her documentary is how we can also use 
use vulnerability to manipulate people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and there that is so subtle and it is such a it is such a pervasive thing mm-hmm. when people don't have boundaries and they share like things they should not be sharing on the on yeah, the first on date. The first it's just it's very unhealthy and it's and manipulative. I'm, that's it's, the word. Yeah, it's going to scare a healthy person away, mm-hmm. and it's going to draw an unhealthy Sick person, person nearer mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. We attract what we put out. Yeah. Um, so if you if you are a person who has that in your story, that's a huge cue that it is not time to be dating, but it is time to be doing some self work. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. And I know that sounds super serious, but but it is it's, super serious. It's just true. And it is. Yeah. It's just one of those hard truths. Yeah. People and don't want to hear that they shouldn't be dating. I know. But there's a lot of people who should not be dating. Well, here's the thing. If you want to have a long-term relationship, then yes, there is some work that a lot of people have to do. There yeah. are a lot of people who shouldn't be dating if they want long-term relationships. If you want to keep fucking whoever and having flings, then go ahead, keep dating. Yeah. And good luck not hurting anybody. Yeah. And then also watch out for the wreckage. Or getting hurt. You know, yeah. yeah. You know, but uh, if you're ready for a long-term relationship, almost all of us have some work to do before we get, before we're ready to date for that. Um, this is good. This is good. I like what you're Do you have another down. one? Do you have another one? I don't. That are, puts are you, you on the spot. I'm out of them. That's okay. all. I'm like at like two or three. I'm Let, only good for a few. I, I do have one. <laughs> okay. And this is, dif- th- okay, for me, a heterosexual woman dating men, uh-huh. it was very important to me that he pays. Oh, yeah. And we've talked about this before on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And um, if you are somebody who doesn't think that's important to you, we need to talk because... Nine, ten, nine out of 10 of you are lying to yourselves. I do believe that there are some outliers, uh-huh. you know, who really truly don't want that yeah. for whatever reason. And, and I do believe that that's real, but I think a lot of us do secretly want it, mm-hmm. but are too afraid and feel too unworthy and don't want to mm-hmm. be that person. They don't like who they look, how it looks. And they think that they're going to lose an opportunity from it. Yeah. Out and of fear. Out I take of, this stance out, out of, of fear. fear. Mm-hmm. And, and they think it's awkward. And so it, it's actually not, it's mm-hmm. not awkward at all. It's not something you have to establish up front. Mm-hmm. It's when that check comes, you just sit there, you just sit there, do nothing, do nothing, do nothing. That's yours, boo. Because if yeah. he's going to, if he's going to ask you to split it, at least make him ask you. Right. Right. And then you know something about that per- the person, sorry, them, make them ask yeah. you. And then you know something about that person that they're not yeah. willing to pay and that they're going to ask you to split it. Right. But like, don't reach for it. Just yeah. sit there because either they'll pay for it, which is the preferred. Yeah. Or they'll ask you. Yeah. Let's split this. I mean, I would even. So so two things I have to say. One is it doesn't come out explicitly before dating. But like I knew when I was being asked out on a date, the people that I chose and the way Mm. that we worded our meeting was I it was we were going on a date and when going on a date is clear that is also very clear Mm -hmm. now if somebody's asking you to come to their house for a barbecue or meet them at a coffee shop you're knowing that this is not a a, not a date and then it does get gray and then it does get awkward and how am I going to expect him to buy my coffee and what if I show up and homeboy's sitting over there with his coffee already and I have to go get my coffee and how fucking romantic is that no (laughs) no no no, Mm -hmm. that's not what I'm out here for Mm -hmm. like I could do that with my girls why would I do that with you yeah um I'm going off anyway (laughs) and I'm even going to go so far as to say this so if if we're we've established we're on a date and the check comes it is perfectly acceptable for me to say that's where it goes Mm -hmm. because you are telling this person that I am worth it that this is my time that Mm -hmm. I'm giving to you yeah 
And I don't want somebody who can't pay a bill for dinner for me. Yeah. I don't want to date you if you can't pay a bill for dinner for me. And that mm -hmm. may sound really fucked up, but that's just how I live now as a grown ass woman with a yeah. fucking job. Yes. Mm. Preach. Love it. And guess what? Men, there are men and women mm -hmm. and non-binary individuals mm -hmm. who really like that about people. Yeah. There are men and women and non-binary individuals who really don't like that about people. I choose to date the type that like that about people. Yeah, that's good. Yes. I love that. I feel like that's a great place to wrap it up because it's a really inspiring kind of way to finish the conversation around dating do's and don'ts on first dates. So know your worth. Know your worth. Then add tax. Then add tax. Boom. I love it. Uh, we are sending lots of love, light, and gold from Portland. And don't forget to stay vigilant. <laughs> <laughs>